You ready? I suppose. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see what science's favourite colour is. Have we done that one? Seems like something we would have done. I don't think so. Well, I don't think so. Real simple. Uh, I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Schmoopy Shearer. Hello. And Christopher Teabag Gibson. Namaste, BA. Namaste, Schmoopy. Hello, everyone. All right, what's your favourite colour, Gibbo? Do I even know that? Let me guess. It's probably something lame like mauve. How do you say that one? <laughs> no, it's beige. Beige, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm an adult, so I don't have a favourite colour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that would have been, wow. been so good it's if been... I'd already said a favourite colour. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while now, isn't it? And I, I come in with a zinger straight away. Yeah, wow. Well done, Gibbo. No, uh, genuinely, you. though, so you've got to come up with, a, with oh, an answer because uh, otherwise... Puce. What's that? I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a colour though. I think it's pinkish. I think a pink a puce is a very light pink. Yeah. Okay. I've, I always nice. look good in puce. Ugh, I do not want to see you in puce. Cameroon? I can't really decide. I like blue and green. Mm. I wear a lot of blue shirts. Because it brings out your eyes. Mm, absolutely. Oh, maybe. Uh, but I'm not wearing a, a blue shirt today. And of course, I do have a favourite colour because I'm young at heart. Uh, <laughs> immature yeah yeah good andy uh i've always said blue but i always feel like that's such a like i feel like once i wore a blue top and my mum went oh your favorite color is blue and then i've not <laughs> been like you're just like yes, yes it is. It, yeah okay that's a good fine. enough reason as any yeah so blue i think I'll blue be, and gray and black are great colors we are currently set to a very Blue society, I think. Yeah. At least like like navy. Our coloured our, our button up shirts that we wear to work, it's so often blue. Or yeah. if you go to a cricket match, everyone in the crowd's wearing a blue button up shirt. Are they really? Absolutely. Yeah. What a weird so, uniform. So that's All right. why you were you will stop wearing blue now. Yeah, because I don't want to be associated with those sporty types. Uh-huh. It's a six. <laughs> um All right, it's Gibbo, so science. Okay, so uh science's favourite colour. Well, Colour or visible light is simply a part of the electromagnetic spectrum. Yes. And so uh, science is not going to limit itself to visible light. Its favourite colour is going to be gamma radiation. Nice. Nice. Well done, Gibbo. That was real sciencey. Absolutely. It can perceive all wavelengths of the electromagnetic spectrum. Why do you say it like that? Magnetic spectrum? Do you say that like that when you're lecturing? Uh, I don't know. This is the... I have to take note of that now. Electromagnetic... Spectrum? Say Raman Spectrum. Raman Spectrum. <laughs> no, it's not always like that. No, though. it's not. Raman it's Spectrum? Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you two, give us, uh, give us your, uh, your take on, uh, on science's love of colour. Well, I do like your answer, but I'll, I'll just stick to the visible. Um, so we have the colours in the rainbow, Roy G. Biv. Mm-hmm. Roy um, G. Biv. I love old Roy G. Richard Biv. of York gave battle in vain. Yes. And so science's <laughs> favourite colour is violet, the last colour in the rainbow. Oh, that's Very good. good. I like that. I think science's favourite colour is white because it's all, all, all it's smushed together. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So all the colours united. Yeah. White light. Okay. But that's just like saying that science likes electromagnetic waves hey maybe it does but that's the question is which one does it like 
all of them when they're mushed together. <laughs> Oops. Oh, God. Oh, no. Wait, is this when it's... you do this bit? Oh. He does it every time. Ah. Every segment. Oh, it's... Oh, what's that? It's... It's... Oh, give out. Pull it. Get not, your fingers not, in not, there I'm and not, pull I'm it not, out. No, I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. It's news for the week. Oh, there we go. It's been a while, actually. News for the week. It's because we haven't recorded for uh, what, like, I don't know, four weeks or something. Uh, longer than that. I think. I think wow. the twenty eighth of August was That's the last hardcore. time we recorded. I think. Yes. So we missed all of September, all and it's September. now the first week of october so i think that's five weeks that's hard so that's weird for the listeners because they get them every two weeks they don't realize that for us this one is actually we've had a five week hiatus hiatus um so i'll go first so much has happened in the last five weeks i am now officially a trendy startup founder ceo because i am in a co-working space so you weren't, uh-huh. one, but I thought you were already this. Oh yeah, but now I'm officially like to Wasn't the world. Sure. I'm oh that. God. Wasn't the library a co-working space? It kind of is, but a really lame one where they don't give you free stuff. Now I got free coffee. I've got flavored water, lemon and lime today. What about? What? The, the, I thought that little rat's nest in the front of your house was your. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you leave that rat's nest alone. <laughs> it was a little rat's nest, wasn't it? Is it expensive? Yeah. No, three fifty a month. Okay. It's not so bad, is it? So, what's that a week? <laughs> it's like rent. You could live there, couldn't you? Uh, I have got 24-hour access and they do have a shower. So, if, oh, here if we things go. go south with me and Kate, <laughs> I could always live there. Well, you can always go there for a little break. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a little weekend getaway. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your sleeping bag, have a kip. So, if you have 12 coffees a week yeah. at a coffee price of about $5 a coffee. You're already ahead. You're ahead. Yeah. Are you having 12 coffees a week? You don't At least. that much. You do drink yeah, that much Yeah, coffee. yeah. Yeah. Actually, when I first went there, I got overexcited and I started to feel really panicky and anxious. I didn't realize why. And it's because I'd had six coffees that day. <laughs> I was like, they're free. Um, so yeah, so I'm in a co-working space, which is really fun. Um, and the best thing is, is tomorrow I get to take my favorite thing in the world. Your... Well, I'm busy tomorrow. <laughs> Your, it's not you, you little cheeky <laughs> man. <laughs> Well, we know the answer. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> right. Do. It's Sophie, my dog. They allow, they do dog passes. Oh. Dog pass. Yeah, and it's free, so I can just take her. Um, anyway, so co-working space is going really well. Uh, come and see me. I'm in the hub. This isn't a paid advert because that's they're like Australia-wide. Hub. Mm. Verbalize.science is going really well. I've got new customers, which is excellent. And I've got AI integration. Oh, is that AI. artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence. This is almost like a science this. Wow. But wow. now we we prompt uh, the the scientists, we provide them the, the opportunity to create a script, and then we check that script for simple language. And if it has got complicated language, we say, hey, maybe consider rephrasing this. Mm, nice. So it's a way of creating an elevator pitch, which is super simple. And we say we take the guesswork out of creating an elev- elevator pitch. All right then, but are you worried about this AI taking over the world? The only thing it's going to be able to take over is your ability to say complicated words. Oh, baby steps. That's <laughs> yeah, all, that's, that's right. This is how it all starts, my friend. This is how it all starts. Yeah. If it takes away our ability to communicate, that's oh, it. We're that's done. It. We're yeah, done. Yeah, well actually. done, Andy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it starts with just the most popular 10,000 words. 
then it's the 1,000 words, and we're, eventually we're going to be down to one word. Which is AI. <laughs> Given the inevitability of AI taking over the world, yeah. I would like to submit my acquiescence to our new You've robot You've done overlords. this on the podcast like six times now. <laughs> yes, like, they get it. You'll be safe. I'd like to do it again. You are such a spineless... <laughs> Worm, <laughs> and my can't. spineless worm genes will survive. <laughs> you, you can't help but just roll over in your back whenever a possibility of danger comes That's your way. Right. It, it, when the Give giant, me, the danger. giant transformer robots take over, I will be their servant. Oh, uh, anyway. So has anybody just? So you have the ability to write in a script, and the eighth, and then the AI reads it. Yeah. Has Chris just been writing in like, please, I love you, please love me back. <laughs> Don't Actually, hurt me. Take Andy first. I have got, yeah, I have got the ability to monitor the API calls we make. So if I see a load which is like, I love you, <laughs> I'll do anything you want. I know where it's coming from. Yeah. Wow. And uh, this week, have you ever heard of the Research Impact Summit? RIS. The old RIS. No. So I am talking at the Research Impact Summit. You're it's, talking. I am. Yeah. About what? Uh, about oh. verbalize.science. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For a minute there, Smithy was like, like, "You're going to talk about yeah. your research?" Yeah, that's right, <laughs> yeah. Last time he was giving a talk about integrity. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was a fair question. <laughs> I mean, you were talking about a lot of stuff you don't know much yeah. about. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so what, what? What's the deal? Uh, so it is a virtual. Virtual? How do you say that? Virtual. 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 Virgil. Virgil. (laughs) It's a virtual conference where um, the Research Impact Summit, uh, they interview a load of science communicators and people who help uh, research get impact, uh, grant writers and and other kind of um, professionals. Do you use like a computer-generated avatar to represent yourself? No, no. It's it's just recorded via like Skype or something. (laughs) Boring. Yeah, it is a bit boring. Um, but then that's hosted online mm. and people can view. And I think there's 20 people that she's interviewing about research impact. Uh, publishers good. as well, I think. Can you watch it live for free? You can watch it live for free, I think. Oh, very yep. good. So that's happening this Thursday and Friday. But they, it's done at a UK and US time because that's where her biggest market is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I'll be talking at that. I'll let you know next time how it goes. But it should be very interesting. Well, send us the link and we might peruse it. I will. So you, but you're also going to push it out after the 72 hours of Exactly. Free <laughs> My plan's coming together. <laughs> when this podcast goes out, it's already yeah, it's, too late. It's already too late. You pay your money. Use my affiliate link. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want more up-to-date Andy updates, follow him on Twitter or do you use Facebook No, anymore? mate, I'm off Facebook now. At it's one point when you pro faith no, you were pro-LinkedIn. Pro-LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I'm still I'm still pro-LinkedIn. Still. Anyway, that's my news. Everything's going brilliantly. I'm so startup. Look, I'm growing a beard. You can hear it. It's scratchy. Yeah. Gibbo. Yeah, okay. What have you been up to? Well, uh, lots of stuff, but we'll leave some of it for topic. Okay. For topic you of tease. the days. Um, and we'll just go through my long list of accomplishments that have occurred in the last okay. five, five weeks. weeks. Oh, let's Gibbo update. Oh, it's... Gibbo, where is he? Is he there? He's so hot. Is that in the distance or is he close? No, I think he's close, but he's just lost, lost away. Oh, he's so hot. Mm, thank you. Um, so last time, I believe I was 105.7. Yes. Today, I was 105.1. Oh, Gibbo, lost, it's the right. Down. It is down. That's the main thing. Trust me, that's lucky because during <laughs> that last five-week period, I went to a conference. I won't say any more. I'll leave that till later. But yeah, so uh, dropped by 0.6. So That's what's right. that about 0.1 uh, kilos per week? 
So anyway. Um, graphene, slow and steady wins the race, slow right? Slow and steady, my friend. That's exactly. Graphene Thickness Paper now has 50 sites on Web of Science core collection. Amazing. Whoa. Graphene Thickness Paper has also been cited in the journal Nature. Oh, really? That's hardcore. Nature, Nature. Yeah, nature, yeah. nature, nature, nature. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah. I thought you. I thought you were pausing. Yeah, you're say, something. Shit. I know you're waiting for scientific reports. No, <laughs> you're waiting for that. But no, nature, nature. Very good. Wow. Um, I also thought maybe we'd do a little update on the Schmoopy Rubbish Science Competition. We haven't done one, one of them for a while. P pops and thrill of the scientist of the year competition. <laughs> I love you singing. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Falcon. That's you. Two point eight five. BA, 3.94. Yes, he is I am, smashing I am you. smashing you. Jeez, you've had a bad year, Chris. You're losing weight, but you're also not gaining citations. I, was, uh, yeah. I, was, I wasn't expecting this much uh, shit. Anyway, here we go. And Schmoopy, 4.29. Boom. All right. Boom. Gee, you two are, there's, there's like the advantage that BA has, he just has to, he has to get like three more sites and he'll have no, a, done. A, a, a science uh, Schmoopy yeah. score of like, Hundred. Do you know what? It's been two years since I've even thought about publishing and that sort of stuff. But you've published two papers this year. Have I? I have it, didn't you? Oh yeah, I think I did. My name's on it. I did I wasn't super involved. Like it was my work, but someone else wrote it up. Yeah. Still counts. Still counts. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Still counts. Um But it the further away I'm getting from papers, the more I really don't care. Like I genuinely like they were such a big part of my life, oh. and that. So metric. now you're wondering why did you even care in the first? Yeah, place? like this this update. Like I'm sure it's I'm sure it's great, but I'm like, oh my god, that is that. Yeah, it's so alien now to think that that is the metric by which careers live or die. Yeah, look, I'm not. I'm not sure what you said. What I'm stun- <laughs> what I'm stunned at is that you haven't been in science for like two years now. Yeah. And your, um, your, your sites you. are still, you've, you're citing more this year than you ever have. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. Interesting little note. Quality little, work. little aside. I actually looked up um, our podcast notes from the 11th of the 1st, nearly a full year ago. Yeah. Nearly a full year. 11th of the 1st. What am I talking about? I mean, 11th of the 10th. Sorry. Um, and I looked up our, our scores then and Falcon myself was 2.17. So I've had a 31% increase. Oh, good. Uh, Schmooby at the same, oh, sorry, BA at the same time last year, you were 2.27. You've had a 74% increase. Boom. Uh, Schmoopy, you were 3.2. You've had a 34% increase from last year. Okay, so, so our increases are, for me and Schmoopy, are very similar. Yours has, has gone through the roof. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, um, let's continue. According to Web of Science, all databases, I have now surpassed 1,500 sites and my oh. H index is now 22. Congratulations. That's much. great. Your HNX has gone up quite a bit this year. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. I remember yeah. when we were chasing the, the ton. The ton? Wasn't it? We Weren't we chasing the 1,000 last oh, year? Oh, yeah, I know. Well, you know. Is that it, what it, a ton is? No, I said a, it. Tons 100. Fuck. Yeah. The grand. What do you call Ten it? 10 times a ton. Here we go. What do you um, call a thousand? The, the G. The G. Chasing the G. Oh, that <laughs> now is not. Now I'm at 1.5 Gs. That is not right. <laughs> I hate the fact you're chasing a G. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so new segment. New segment. Gibbo's bench press update. <gasps> oh, games. Oh, games. <laughs> games. That's, That's a actually one. a weight training term. Thank well you. Done. 
So um, <laughs> now, look, bench is always an exercise or a, a movement that always gets mentioned as a real test of strength. It's not really the best <laughs> test of physical strength. I right. think the deadlift is a much better test of physical strength. But right. let's, let's go along. So yesterday I benched 90 kilograms. That's 70 kilograms plus the bar. The bar weighs 20. So that's 90 in total. I believe you. And I did eight reps. Whoa. Eight reps, which according to the website, um, strengthlevel.com, they have a, a, a website and they've got about one and a half million data points. Right. And so they can predict your one rep max based on what weight you've lifted and how many times you've lifted. Like, what it. is this one rep max? What, what's the so point? So that's like the maximum you could lift for once. In an emergency. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. And so according to that, my run, one rep max would be 111.8 kilograms. What's mine? What would mine be? Uh, two kilograms. <laughs> so you'd have to tell us how many times could you lift exactly. something. Oh, and then okay. it calculates it from that yep. to say how many times you could lift something once. Oh, All yeah, right. Exactly. So that, that set you did, you'd have to lift it. So the very last rep, you'd be really struggling to get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, now... That's so. So I started back in the gym on July 13. So in less than three months, I'm almost back to my previous strength levels, which is suspiciously good. Suspiciously good. Why is it? Why is suspicious? Well, I'm, you, I'm, is it, I'm a bit worried. That maybe the gym's got some fake weights floating around. Uh, you can get some fake vanity, weights. some vanity weights. You can get fake weights. Wow, you know, that 20, makes sense. Yeah, you throw a few because of them in. You'd rather go to a gym where you're lifting more, right? Yeah, is that, of course. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, that I did, that's a thing. Yeah, of course that would be a thing. So uh, there's a guy called Brad Castleberry. Yeah. And if anyone wants a good laugh, look him up on YouTube. Why? He's a, he's a gym head. He's, he's very big and very strong, but he's been accused of using fake weights. Yeah. He's very, very funny. Uh, one more tiny little bit All of right. news. That's, this is it for me. Uh, on the long weekend, we went to Intensity, which is our a little video game place near Marion Cinemas, okay. Marion Shopping Centre. And I went on a virtual reality game. Oh, you. Joyce went before me, my wife, and then I went. And you sit in a seat, you put it on a seatbelt, and you put on the goggles, and the seat moves up and down, left and right. And in the goggles, you're on a roller coaster oh, in yeah. the middle of a city. Yeah. You shit yourself? Unbelievable. Mm. Absolutely amazing. I watched my wife and it didn't look like the seat was moving very much. But when I got on it, you honestly felt like, you know, when, when you drop, you feel like you're dropping. Yeah. And I was moving. And Joyce filmed me. I was moving left and right. I was swearing. I was sweating. Can we get that video? Yeah. Yeah. I was well amazed. Well amazed at how good it was. I want to put that video on Facebook. Yeah. That's it. Gibson out. Boom. Schmoopster. Hey, Andy. We were we were having a bit of a debrief, a little bit of a heart to heart over. Well, is it heart to heart? I'm not sure what what we did. Maybe for me it was. For mouth me there was some mouth, heart. Maybe? Yeah, <laughs> mouth to mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you two had a big sloppy kiss. Anyway, keep going. I'd kiss. I kiss you. Would you kiss me? If the mood struck. <laughs> Good. Um, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. What about me? Would no, I'd never kiss, kiss you. No. You never kiss me, no. Schmoopy. Wouldn't get, past, wouldn't get past your nose. Oh, take that. Boom. Um, <laughs> I'd have to angle my face. I'd come at you at right angles. Anyway, whatever. Okay. Well, okay. it's like, no, we could. Yeah. After watching you turn your head like that, All right. yeah, we could yeah. kiss. Right. Um, Let's move on. We, yeah. 
we were doing something and we were talking about how far through your year you are. Oh, yes. And how do you feel at this point? For the P-poppers who have followed your journey from getting your new position Ooh. at Adelaide Uni to now. Yes. Well, I mean, good, bad, otherwise, what's your general feeling where you're at? Well, this year was the year of the grant. Yeah. And I put in more grants this year than I ever have before in a year. Yeah. But none of them have been successful. Mm. But it's just a numbers game, right? Well, it's a mixture of numbers and quality game, yeah. yeah. But I, I do think the quality is there. Yeah. Um, and so because that was my goal for the year, I can't feel like it's a success really unless I get a, a grant because mm. I knew I wasn't going to reach the publication numbers that I have before because I was moving to a new group and yep. the group is much smaller. The group generally publishes many much fewer papers, much fewer papers. Less. Fewer papers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew I wouldn't reach those publication goals, but I thought that I was a good chance to obtain a grant because yep. I was going to the better university. Yeah. Um, and so I've, I've still got a few others in the pipeline. And good. so there's still the chance that I'll achieve a grant within the year of the grant. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. Have, Have you I- noticed that your grant writing chops have increased? No. No? So I still don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh <laughs> And because they've been all on the same topic, there's there has been a significant amount of copy and paste between mm. each of them. Um, well, but it was good that I that I won the the Tall Poppy Award, and yeah. so I hope that that was enough to get me at least another year with my current fellowship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and is, uh, the previous grants that you did that weren't successful have have has one of them or have they turned into a linkage grant? Not yet. But it's going to happen? Maybe. There's talk yeah. of it. Oh. Unfortunately, there's there's too many other grants kind of teetering along mm. that we haven't committed for this industry-based grant. Okay. Well, this is good. the thunder that we're getting at the moment. Yeah, yeah I wonder if this is being off. picked up on the, yeah. on um, the podcast. So yeah. speaking of papers, I've got... So, so this is Hang a, on, you've had your news. No, no, this is important. So uh, I've, got, I've got an idea for a paper I'll have to talk to you about, Shmoopy. You are all listening to the beginning of a collaboration on a paper, the very inception of it. Oh. So we'll, we'll chat about it later. This could be another one for you. Oh. Yeah. So what else yeah. you been up to, Shmoopster? Oh, just a few quick things. Uh, I was involved in a photo shoot recently yes i oh. love a good science was it like a new shoot? calendar what was it <laughs> <laughs> so i just mentioned i, I won the tall poppy award yep, yep. amongst other people and so they invited everyone f- from the university of adelaide who won to a photo shoot oh only the uni adelaide people oh, only the no. uni adelaide people Very i actually good. don't know how many from the uni adelaide people won but three people turned up to the photo shoot um and they thought, all right, that's enough. Yep. Um, and so we did our photo shoot. And so I'm not a ha- person who's particularly happy being photographed. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, have the happy mm-hmm. knack of closing my eyes as soon as someone <laughs> presses the shutter. Yep, yep. Uh, and so these types of photo shoots where they say, act natural. And then oh, yeah. all, I can do is, thing. all I can do is just stare Close at the eyes. camera with the with the distant half half length. Maybe gaze. that is your natural. <laughs> That's natural. Yeah. Oh, it is pretty natural actually for me to just stare off in the distance. <laughs> Act natural and you just start like oh, getting fear. naked. I love just it. make yourself at home. <laughs> and so we had this situation where there were there were three of us. Mm. And so they would Say, okay, just walk along, walk towards us and just chat amongst yourselves. Oh, the worst action shots. And so 
I was the person in the middle sometimes, and this is where you're, it's very difficult to be the person in the middle, yes. So who do you look at? Yeah. And, and when you're me, how do you stop looking at the camera and staring into the middle? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where did you look? Well, I, I looked a little bit either way. I didn't think like about it. One so, eye each way. <laughs> yeah, like cross-eyed. <laughs> no, so we were walking and talking. So I would half the walk, I was looking to my right. <laughs> and half the walk, I was looking to my left. Like a swimming stroke. So they were yeah. both really... <laughs> three steps left, three steps right. <laughs> they were both really talking to you then. You were the conduit between them. Well, I think Because how are they going to talk to each other? They have to look past you then. So if the person on my left is talking to the person on my right, I should be looking at the person on my left, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, you'd be better off I sitting at I a table, that. not walking. Have you seen the photos? Do you look as if you're weird? I haven't seen them, no. Uh, that's why you do look. everyone looks weird in the photos. They're yeah. never going to release them. And so we did the walking and talking and we did a few different locations. And then yep. in the end, they started doing single shots. So oh, thought, nice. So they were thinking, I don't know if I need single shots or not, but I'll just get them going anyway. Yeah. And so they said, you, you go first. And that was me. So I was standing there getting some single shots. And then they got a phone call and they, the, the photographer took the phone call mm. and they said, oh, yep, yep, yep. Oh, hey, should I be doing single shots? And then something came back and then she said, okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were doing your, your walking and talking, do mm-hmm. you remember what you were talking about? Well, I kind of wanted to do some conversation starters, but the others then just started talking over me. I guess I was being bored and then just <laughs> said like, and they were just saying things like casual conversation <laughs> as we were walking along. And then the other person would say, oh, yes, let's just be casual and talk amongst each other. Uh, okay. Fair it's, well, good on you for at least trying to get yeah. a conversation going. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a good one, but yes. Yeah. It was something. As long as your lips are moving. That's my motto. So, yeah, so I haven't seen these photos yet, so maybe my eyes are just closed in every single one of them. <laughs> and I'll take some of the ones where I'm off to the side so I'm, I'm more easy to crop out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're just, you're just a hand on someone's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. This week, we are showing a big wig around our lab. Oh, a big wig? A big wig. What sort of big wig? So this is a big wig, someone who is the CEO... Of a national funding agency. Ooh. Oh, who's that? So this is a, a very large wig. So and, it's a wig and, that's uh, big. Us in the research fraternity, we want some money from those national research funding agencies. Yeah. So, uh, so what 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 can I do to impress a big wig as a second in command of, a, right. la- of a laboratory? I got it. You need to treat him like because when he goes places, I assume it's a he. That's my own personal bias. Yes. Is it a he? It is. It is a he. When he turns up and he goes to places, people treat him like royalty. Mm-hmm. He wants to be treated like everyone else. Take him to the uni bar. Yeah. Sit him down. Talk about what he hates about his life. Uh-huh. Let him moan about his kids. Um, <laughs> that's how you get him. Uh, okay. Okay. Ignore that advice. And... Treat fawn upon him like he is a god. 
Okay. Yeah, treated because he's used to being treated really, really well. He's not yep. going to want to be treated like anyone else. So, like, as soon as he walks in, feed him grapes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Peeled grapes. Should I bring a Shay Lounge into the lab? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then yeah, when he comes in, please take a lay. <laughs> <laughs> please get off your feet. I'll feed you some grapes. <laughs> I well, look in all seriousness. Uh, just be yourself, Schmoopy. Well, hold on. Be a really joyful schmoopy. <laughs> um, but the question is now, what, what, what do you want to talk to him about? What, what are you going to show him? What's the, are you going to be showing him equipment, talking about research? So I think that we're trying to gain some credibility in their eyes. That's what anyone wants to do really when they're showing a big rig around their lab. Yeah. We, we want them to think of us as people who know what they're doing and that we're doing good stuff in the field of Hydrogen production. You, you and, and you get things done. Yeah. You do us. Yeah. So should I sh- bring him like um, the easel I made for the wedding and just say that not a, uh, not only am I capable at making hydrogen, but I made that easel. <laughs> See that easel? <laughs> done. Oh, I'm going to say that. no, don't do that. No. Uh, BA, although, your opinion? Uh, take photos of your family. Show you a real, a real person. Okay. Oh like, yeah, put them on your desk. Yeah. yeah. So when he walks in, he's like, make, oh, yeah. make yourself yeah. human. Got a dog. Yeah. 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 yeah that sounds good. That sounds Pregnant good. wife. Pregnant wife. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I need I money. Need some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last hope. Actually, wear really disheveled clothes <laughs> with holes in them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you know what you're going to do? Oh, we have a pretty loose plan. So our idea is that we have a one lab where most of the equipment is. I hope this person doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> but we're going to bring all the equipment we have yeah, and put yeah. it in this one room. Oh, yeah. shit. And make sure there's someone on every piece of equipment. Yeah. <laughs> every single thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there are people fighting over the, the dials and the knobs and the switches. And so I'm going to be obtaining results as well as they come in. My, re- my, my experiments take all day. But I'll be yeah. obtaining results, these photocatalytic reactions. But just in case it's not working that well, I can make it look as if it is working by just having some old data up. Yeah, <laughs> now we're talking. I like it. I like it. Ready yeah. to go and I go, hey, look, turn the light on there. Hydrogen went up, oxygen went up. Yeah. Boom. Perfect. Yeah. But So what you need to orchestrate is some sort of like science flash mob for while he's in the lab, whoa, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa. How about me and Andy just happen yeah. to be walking by uh-huh. and we just happen to come in and we're like, oh, Cameron, how's it going? Uh I was wanting to collaborate with you know your career is moving uh, <laughs> yeah. like a locomotive and it just simply can't be stopped. Can I please hitch my wagon to your amazing research train or something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, are you available on um, Friday? When's yeah, absolutely, Friday? definitely. Yeah, I'm always available. Can't do it. I'm not, not, not around. Um, or I could come by and be like, oh, are you? <gasps> Are you Cameron Shearer? <laughs> the Cameron Shearer. Yeah. I could do that as well. Yeah. The risk is he might see through that as the... the Not fake. when I've got my acting, like I'll warm up. Really? I'll warm you'll up. Do, you'll do better than that? I'll do like I'll like one. So that was about ninety percent. I'll be honest. Really? Even yeah. if you add ten more percent, still not very convincing. You don't reckon? No. Oh, all right. Rubbish. Never mind. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Sounds good. Good luck, mate. Well, good luck. Yeah. Thanks. That's what I'm saying to you. Good luck. Final bit of news I wanted to share do is so I had a, a a large wig, but not a big wig, two at my lab a few weeks ago. Ooh. And during that conversation with them, they said, would you be open to the possibility of a student coming for a week or so to, to work in the lab? Huh. Oh. And Twitter said, oh, yeah, that'd be brilliant. And so I wrote them an email. Yeah. 
cold email, I guess, but said, hey, you two in my lab a few weeks ago and we talked about doing this um, and we'd be happy to, to do something, whatever it means, yeah. and um, mm. uh, hoping to get this collaboration going. I can't remember my exact words, but yep. that was the, the the premise idea of the email. Yep. Yeah. I haven't heard back yet. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I thought you were going to say you got an email back saying, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping that. <laughs> I'm not sure dis? if that would have been better. <laughs> who dis? New, new email address, who dis? <laughs> who dis? Oh, guess what, guys? What? what? It's feedback from listeners. Feedback from listeners. Feedback from listeners. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, never do that again. I tried to put a real extra bit of squeak in oh. that one. Oh. From listeners. oh god. Me back from listeners. It's like he's on helium. That was a good one. It sounds exactly like you, Andy, by the way. <laughs> All right, guys, it's feedback from listeners. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh so a couple of look, there's two that stand out this week. First one is from Sam Slattery on Facebook. Whoa. Sam Slattery. <laughs> Um, this was in relation to uh, episode 60, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and it was about Les, Gib- Les Gibbo. Oh, very good. And uh, Sam says, it shouldn't be Les Gibbo, it should be Concentrated Gibbo, because we always need more Gibbo, oh, winky face. Excellent. Thank you, Sam. I yeah. appreciate that. Isn't that yeah. good? So do you think, are we losing Gibbo as uh, your weight goes down, or are you becoming more concentrated? <sighs> That, well, look, I take the compliment as it's meant and, and I'm chuffed by it, but I guess technically if I was to become more concentrated, wouldn't my density go up? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, in, actually, it is. In a way, with more muscle, then the density does go up because muscle yeah. is denser than fat. Yeah. Wouldn't that be true? Yeah. So I, I guess in a way I am becoming more concentrated. There's only one way to find out. Let's float you in different densities of like well, liquids, it like would be oil. True. And- then we just slowly increase the salt concentration of a liquid? No, oh. I just want to float him in baby oil. <laughs> you, want to float, you want to immerse me in baby yeah. oil? Okay. I'm going to, yeah. Oh, he said, okay. Okay, great. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I suppose if I was to stay the same weight and I was to gain exactly the same amount of muscle as fat lost, then I guess I would, in a way, be more concentrated. Good. Uh, more feedback from listeners. More feedback from listeners. This one was an epic more. post, and it's from Yoni. Yoni Ben David. Yoni Ben David. Thank you, Yoni Ben David. And it's probably the one of the longest posts we've had on the forum, so he wins that. If nothing else. In fact, it encompassed three separate posts. It did. So thank you so much. Um, it's really long, but I'm going to just highlight a few of my favorite bits. Uh, hi, everyone. He says, for the past, past few months, uh, he's not been able to catch up regularly, but he's only just binge listened to the episode where we talk about me and us as supervisors. Mm. Oh. Uh, and and, he, you, and uh, I actually did a yeah. call out and I said, look, I don't know what I'm like as a supervisor. So Yoni, if you're listening, let us know. Ah, oh, great. So he says, uh, anyway... Uh, Andy, as a supervisor, I haven't had too many supervisors before, apart from a few mini honors style research projects, but I was the only non-condescending supervisor Yoni had had. 
Ooh. So that's good. That's a good price. That's a good yeah. start. Yeah. Um, and he says, I don't know if this, this is common or specific to me or if he's just being whingy and spoiled, but he felt like a lot of the supervisors that he's had to work with uh, condescending and made it, made it feel like I wasn't there to learn, but rather uh, to finish leftover work. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Which I thought was, yeah, I thought yeah. it was really interesting. Um, also, they are not very approachable, not always encouraging. Um, and some were good, some were bad. And, you know, it's it's very sort of like supervisor, you know, this is a personality thing. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's not, he's not trying to sort of blanket all supervisors, I guess. No, no, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with me, I was actually very fair. And if I, if I did... Oh, as you claim to be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and I did feel like if something bad happened in the lab, I could approach him without being yelled at, which apparently he'd had experience with in the past. Oh, wow. Um, it was very relaxing. There were many hilarious and strange, but very fun conversations. I kind of, that's my personal brand right there, isn't it? Yeah. It's strange. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> and he did just want to say, also, Chris was a great AFM teacher, trainer, and mentor. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Whoa. Also, someone actually... Actually said the right saying thing. saying that you're a, their mentor. Thank you. That's Thank a, you, Yanni. That's a first. No, 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 happens all the time. You're also very fair and full of patience, which mm. I I have seen you when you have reached the end of your, your patience <laughs> yeah. with that some has occurred. People. That has occurred, yes. So, Yoni, Yoni uh, obviously just fell in the, the good student box. He, he, tried, he, he, he put in well. a de- All I expect from students is a decent effort. If they put that in, then then they'll get, uh, they'll get patient, Gibbo. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Chris... You were the only higher academic person who didn't have something negative to say when uh, Yoni had finished honours and decided not to continue with science. Oh, okay. He very said, good. and that was really nice. Yeah, very good. Okay, which is nice. So he was obviously getting negative comments from some yeah, people. Yeah, I guess a lot of people were being like, why would you do that? You've got to do this, a PhD. You're capable of doing a PhD. And I think you hear it a lot, and that's why students end up going the path of least resistance. Yes. Because you don't want to go against clever people who are saying you should do it, right? Um, and Cameron, oh, you also had a small part towards the end after I left, and my and Yoni's other supervisor vanished for a few days. You gave him support doing during his Viva panel, yeah, and spent an afternoon prepping with him. Yes, and that was a big help. So he says, so yeah, all you guys helped out heaps in my last year of being in science. So a huge thank you to you all. You are great supervisors and mentors well I, nice. I'm, I'm blown over with, with oh. that praise thank you yeah. uh, i'm gonna bask in that for a while oh. that's amazing yeah. so i haven't read this one yet <laughs> yeah does he mention who was the best <laughs> <laughs> oh dear Yanni, um, you so, might have to do another look, post look, look. <laughs> um, i'm gonna i'm gonna take a bit of liberty here um so this <laughs> see those six paragraphs yeah. that's for me yeah uh-huh. And this is where you get mentioned. There's Chris's paragraph uh, and there's your paragraph. Oh, uh. yeah. I'm at the same length as Chris's well, paragraph. Well, Chris is a line longer. I think mine was more concentrated with praise. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really it more high-level praise. Yeah. 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 Anyway, very nice for Yoni to say that about all of us. Actually. Yeah, Yoni. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, I and, think, And great. I mean, thanks for any feedback. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It is good to yeah. get that sort of oh, feedback. But if you are listening to the podcast and you have had negative experiences with any one of us, I would oh, also would. love to hear that. Don't be opening that can of worms, <laughs> my yeah. friend. I could end up covered in worms. <laughs> it's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. 
Ah, good. Still gives You're not yawing. You should have done a yaw. Did you do a yaw? Are you pointing your finger at my face? Yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> look, camera's doing it too. It's fairly aggressive. <laughs> you didn't yaw. Huh? Mate, we you yaw. didn't yaw. We topic for a day as a team. We yaw as a team. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, next I'll, time. I'll, next time I'll try and, and try and do a yaw. Yeah, I can see your adrenaline's, but you're getting ready to fight now. Yeah. Like, did you just point at me? Um, so the topic for the day is conference innovations. Yeah. And that seems like a little bit weird, doesn't it? That one. Innovating but, conferences. But Gibbo, mm. you had, and I think it's been mentioned on the podcast before, but you had first-hand experience with a conference innovation. I did. I did. A thing called a digital poster. Wicked. Tell us about it. Well, let me give you some some background on the conference first. Well, right. That means he wants to read his pre-prepared speech. Yeah, that's I right. I didn't uh, talk about this in my news. So I went to the International Conference, sorry, the International Microscopy Conference, number 19, IMC 19. Boring. Uh, me and Jason Gaskook, uh, co-manager of the facility, we shared a room at the McCure Hotel. Ooh, Jason was a very good room sharer. We've that shared means a, we've you were the worst. Oh. We've shared a room before. Did you take the one closest to the bathroom? Uh, so, no, the last year when we shared a room, I took the one closest to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. This year I was closest to the window. Oh. So I was furthest from the bathroom. But you have to get up in the middle of the night to wee because you're old. Uh, yeah, I do. But Jason's as old as me, so it was. Uh, oh, that's it was, good. It was just a rush. It was, it was a race fight. at two a.m. We, 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 we set our alarm clocks, <laughs> so we didn't go at the same time. Um, worked out perfectly, you know. I can't believe I've not shared. Anyway, this is completely off topic. Sharing share, a room, share I a room just couldn't. I just, I'd pay for my own. I'm not sure why we did. We probably didn't have to, but we just did. I we just we, liked to. We just enjoyed it so much the first time. Uh, <laughs> it just fell we, into uh, it. We just naturally did it. Want to share a room? Let's yeah. let's share. Let's share. Um, buy a bottle of wine. Yeah, let's buy a bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> strawberries. Yeah, strawberries. <laughs> Dessert. Where's this Go going? Can of whipped cream. <laughs> yeah, get him a cream. Oh, here we go. What's next? Well, we enjoyed the strawberry. Why not have a candy milk cream? <laughs> no, none of that happened. So um, the conference was from the 10th of September to the 14th. That was the conference. But we were involved in a pre-conference workshop. All right. We're both down as organizers. Uh, it was an AFM scanning microscopy sort of workshop. Yep. Jason and I spoke and our talks went exceptionally well. Good. Did you spruik peepop? I mentioned it to people Good. in conversation. Good. But I didn't spruik it officially during the talk. Come Anyone on, mate. who didn't know beforehand? Uh, I'm Malcolm Lawn. Oh, my old mate, oh, Malcolm, Malcolm Lawn. Lawn Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm Lawn. Lawn from the National Measurement Institute. He gave a talk on. Um, Does he know he's a. He's mentioned on a podcast. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it to him, but I've got his email address. So yeah. I'll have to forward him the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the link. Um, he was great. He was a great guy. And he talked about uh, AFM in terms of metrology. That was really interesting. Oh, boring. So um, the other thing about the conference was, when it officially started, is I met up with regular P-pop listener <gasps> and huge Gibsonite, Blanche Dubois. Uh, Blanche Dubois. Blancherama. Blanchy. Blancho. The Blancherator. The Blancherator. I like it. Yeah, he was there in good form. Him and his, him and his Uni of Melbourne posse. Oh, they were there. Uh, Being, they were kind of the cool kids on the block. They? Yeah, they were. That, I mean, it's all relative. Did you but, try? Uh, and, did you try and hang out with? I them? tried to. I tried to glom onto that group. Uh, they, they they let me hang around. I was always sort of trailing after them. But, uh, <laughs> they let me hang around with them um, most nights, and it was great. Uh, we had a few beers and things like that. It was awesome. Food was good. Beer was good. <laughs> 
Uh, lots of sessions. Rooms were very hot. AV didn't work great, but overall the conference was really good. Good. Digital posters were basically, they had 15 to 20 screens. Big, oh, big like, screens. Okay, yeah. Like a metre and a half by half a metre. Yeah. Um, and that was great for posters that had graphics and things like that. So you could go up to it. Yeah. You could search yeah. under keywords for different posters. Oh, And you could okay. put up any post you want. Do you know what the company was called who did this? No, I can't remember. Because I was looking and there was e-posters and i-poster or something. So there's companies now catching on to this digital poster trend. And do you know what? I didn't realize that it was like searchable. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So you could go up and, and as long as someone wasn't standing beside the uh, the screen, because yep. you were, if you if you're doing your digital post, you were allotted 30 minutes to stand, stand beside your screen. Okay. If no one was standing beside a screen, you could just walk up, type in, have a look. That's cool. Uh, views. You got views as a metric and Ooh. you could give people a score. Oh, now Cameron's in. I'm all the way in Yeah, yeah. So uh, needless to say, mine got five stars. Did you five star yourself? Every time I walk past (laughs) the screen. Um, And Jason accidentally one starred uh, (gasps) someone from Flinders. Oh, shit. So we had to do a lot of five starring to get him up to five. Because once you got over 4.9 average, it rounded up to five. So uh, he didn't do it on purpose, but uh, it was funny for about uh, a day. That's funny. Uh, and uh, it was it was really good. Now, problems? Yeah. Occasionally, it was a bit buggy. So when you're trying right. to type in, the, the search you know, wasn't registering when you're trying to type in yeah, and things like that. The touch screen wasn't The touch screen, yeah. yeah. It's a bit buggy that way. Um, also, they had mini talks, which was you would have a digital poster and someone would talk for five minutes. Oh, yeah. They got good crowds, yep. but you could never hear anything they were saying. Oh, that's And the people who did the mini talks, the mini talk was supposed to be a, a level above the digital poster because they actually got to speak for five minutes. Yeah. But they only got the five minutes. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get the they didn't, hour or so next to their poster. Well, for, the 30 minutes for the digital poster. Minutes. Yeah, so right. That was all we got. Now, one of the problems with mine was my digital poster time was during an AFM slot. So that was just poor organisation. Oh, on the oh, that's interesting. So they need a way. Were you of an organiser? No. Okay. So that means that everyone that would have been interested in your poster is most likely wasn't there. Wasn't there? there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was, but that's bad organisation. That's not necessarily um, something bad about the digital poster. Now, yeah. But one thing, there what? was there were normal hard copy posters alongside. Uh, they had yeah, they had you know yeah. um, a, a section for them. And I have to say the old hard copy posters still still I think worked because you put it up, you have a, a drink session, you yep. get to stand around. Yep. Lots of traffic going through the hard copy poster section. Yeah. Lots of people talking to people about their hard copy posters and they're mm. up for more than thirty minutes. Yeah. Well they're up for most of the conference, aren't they, these posters? What because it was so this was the two thousand people went to this conference. Yep. So each Whoa. hard copy poster session was I think a day. Okay. Or, you know, yeah, most yeah. of a day. So so you got quite a bit of time. Digital posts, like I said, 30 minutes yeah. and that's it. Wow. Or if people happen to look them up. So, you know, did if someone give, happened to look them up. Did they give you the digital posters on a USB or something afterwards? Or uh, I, never, I never got anything like that. There was an app so you could download them. Mm. but you, And so you could search on the website through the posters. But that was one of the downsides, I think. Yeah, is you know ha- you had to really look through the program to find a digital poster that you'd like. Yeah, there's so many. There was so many, and the big problem was there wasn't enough screens. Yeah. So I think, to be honest, there were problems with it, and I think hard copy posters still have a place. Yeah. But I think this probably is the future. So instead of five screens, if they had like 
30, 50, 100 a lot more screens, screens yeah, it yeah. would start working. Yeah, I think so. I think absolutely. So so you could have a, a, poster, a normal digital poster session just like you would a hard copy poster session except for boards, you'd have screens. Yeah. And then you could have them up for a lot longer. Yeah. And, and the thing was for some people's posters, it was pretty impressive. Some people had some really impressive graphics, mm. sound, movies, all sorts of stuff. Shit. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. That's really impressive. And you don't have one, you don't have to have one slide. You could have five. Yeah. yeah. So five screens, you can, you know, you just tap one or swipe. It you can do a big swipe and see the next one. <laughs> and, and so that was pretty cool. So there is a lot of flexibility with it. Yeah. But I think more screens. Yeah. And it has to be no bugs. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. No like user interface. There's a bug. Yeah. I saw people trying to, you know, type in with the keyword search and they just sort of give up and walk away. Yeah. User interface is really important. But it seems like as well that we just haven't been able to completely nail down what we want these digital posters to do or be. Like they're either replacement for posters or they're for five minute talks or they're for searching online on an app, not physically do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they're trying to be too many things at the moment if we just work out what they're what they are meant to be and just be really get really good at that it may be that digital poster sessions get completely moved online and you know whatever but it just seems like they're like oh well you can access them these way and that way and that way and like if if no one could hear the five minute talks i think they were were a bit of a waste i don't think that really worked because to me that seems like one of the most interesting ways of using the the, di- the digital poster yeah and with the fun the mini talks of course people like that was it i think some people got less exposure with the mini talk than they did with the digital poster yeah, right. anyway one more quick bit yeah jason and i and jade taylor went to a czech restaurant and ate a meter long sausage show me there god no wonder you haven't lost weight yeah man look at that and we had three uh three mains as well that's a what three mains <laughs> on top of that yeah man and to prove it's finished, boom. You vomiting everywhere. Look at that. Shit, hang on. So you really did genuinely have three mains and a meter long sausage? Yeah, I mean, there were two other people there as well. Oh, that's a, that's still weird. So, All right, very good. Was yeah. it nice? It was absolutely delicious. I made sure I didn't eat too much during the day because we, we knew we were going to do that. And um, I demolished it. And I felt a little bit sick after we uh, after we finished. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I think I had three pints of Czech beer, so that didn't help as well. <sighs> and that's my uh, that's my report from the conference. Good. So I was looking at other conference innovations. Mm-hmm. Cameron, do you yep. have any that you've you thought of or that you've seen um, that have that have worked or that or are, that, that just exist? Yeah. So I so a good conference. It's for knowledge sharing. Yeah. But that's, I mean, there's so many other platforms where knowledge sharing is like just publications or email. Yeah. Yep. Like, so that that form of a conference has kind of been superseded. Yeah. Or verbalize.science. But, but where conferences really, really come into their own is where they facilitate conversation and collaboration. Ooh. Yeah. Because nothing really beats face-to-face discussions mm-hmm. when it comes to forming collaborations. Mm-hmm. So any kind of conference... Um, innovation should try to achieve that. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I got no idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. I mean, we are stuck. So, science and academia has been accused of remaining in the past, especially with the, at universities where we still have lectures, which is so archaic. Sitting people in a room to talk at them, like yeah. I can't think of a more antiquated way of getting information. Mm-hmm. 
So I, I was trying to, ra- I, I racked my brain as well. I was like, well, what, where have I been? What conferences have I been to where I've seen actual innovation? Chris, I'd never seen the digital poster before, mm-hmm. but I have seen this. And this is, a, the, it, they, they start lame and they get better. Um, paperless conference. Oh. I've seen that attempted where they hand out USBs and there's an app or something. Um, but once again, the app is rubbish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, so that's it's no problem, better yeah. than and people like Chris don't know how to install apps. Yeah, Chris, but, have you actually got? Have you actually using your new phone yet? No, I just haven't had time to set it up yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been since the thirtieth of July. Yeah, yeah. give me yeah. some time. I will. I will. Give me some time. <laughs> you would. Uh, um, yeah, and also nothing beats. So if we go back to like, if everyone's got a phone and everyone's downloading the app and everyone and the app works really well, great. But. I reckon there's people that would go home and print off the PDF to have a, vi- a physical version of the yeah yeah there would the be thing. And so yeah. so the the schedule for this conference they they had hard copies of it printed up. People yep. were gathered around them every day. Yeah, okay. Because they didn't really have a proper schedule, and when yeah. they did, oh, you couldn't read the you couldn't read it. Yeah, the yeah. print was too tiny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was one thing. Um, a live tweet that runs alongside like a, a the tweet hashtag for the conference mm-hmm. i've seen that running alongside uh the talks mm-hmm. so it's just like a little bar to the side the problem is is i saw someone on reddit once put the twitter handle for the conference and it was taken over by the internet and they were putting really racist, okay. really uh, horrible things. And so I was like, fuck, it backfired. Like, it yeah. is a great way because it facilitates communication potentially in that or mm-hmm. collaboration or this is great, come speak to me afterwards, whatever. But that's always going to be a, a potential for Yeah, me, but always. that can be facilitated, kind of. The, it can, the yeah. Twitter feed. Yeah, and it, it can be moderated. moderated. Yeah, that's yeah. What I want to say. Um, and the last one that I've seen is... Um, an app called Slido or Slido. I can't. I don't know how they want me to pronounce it. How many O's? One. Slido. Slido, Slido mate. Slido. What have you got there? Slides? Yeah, Slido. <laughs> Australian company? Uh, no, American, I think. Um, but this, I think, is the best one I've seen that works. Yep. Slido helps with audience question time. Ooh. So what it is, it's you an, an app or you can just go to the website and you type in. At, so when the when the session starts, you have a little code in the corner. You go to the Slido app, you type in that code and then you pose questions during the talks. And at the end, those questions are curated and selected by the speaker. Like, oh, there's this question that I want to answer or this question is cool or, or like the chair of the session will select a few. What that does is it gives people the chance that are a little bit nervous, yeah, a chant a voice, mm. and it stops the fucking mic grabbers, mm-hmm. you mm. know, like the old academics that are so used and love yeah. the sound, and also that fucking. This isn't a question, but no. Yes. Mm. So already you can curate them much better, mm. but also yeah, it gives a voice to the people in their technology technological age where they they want to communicate like that. That's their natural habitat. Have you and you've seen that? I've somewhere? seen it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I do like. I really like that one. Yeah. I'm not sure about the speaker choosing the question, but mm. and a well knowing person to choose. Yeah, would be. Yeah. I've seen both where the where the speaker chooses. So how a quick is that? 
how quick. Yeah, so they they've just given their talk. And yeah. So anyone any questions? And they go, okay. Oh, look down. Um, yeah, mm. it's kind of a bit like that. Okay. I th- I'm not sure how many they had to go through, but it was a little bit like I like like they talk out loud and be like I like this one, mm-hmm. and then answer it. Um, but yeah, I've seen it work both ways as well, where a, a cute, like a Ooh. MC would choose. Couldn't you have all the audience members could have like a dial and they could dial up if they're enjoying the talk or not? And you could see like the worm. Oh, God. Because, well, you know what? I reckon. That'd be cool. If there was a little. Yeah, because they do that in on politics nights, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Where they see they go left, right, or whatever, up and down. Yeah, I think that's gone away now. But. I really feel like you just need like 5% of the people to start going negative and everyone else will follow. Mm. You reckon? Everyone will be like. Yeah, this is a bit boring. Yeah, I agree. Boring, but and everyone will just end up. It's like <gasps> I heard it too. Yeah, yeah. But really, conferences. You're right, Cameron. Are there to serve a purpose? And I think you hit the nail on the head with what they can do that nothing mm-hmm. else really well, you, takes its place. You mentioned one earlier, virtual conference. Yeah. So now, that's did, just did that promote talks. conversation and collaboration. It's just talks. It's just a conversation online. Really, mm. it's just like a captured. Because you were saying before, like the face to face is actually important. Yeah. Do you know what? That's what Smoopy said before. Yes. And I kind of agree that does actually help when you're physically in the presence of someone. So these online ones, I'm not convinced, are going to ever replace, uh, you know, being in there there in in person, in the Mm. flesh. Mm. So I I think there's some things that for facilitating conversation that have kind of been th- thrusted upon me are these speed Thrust. speed dating type situations uh, that I knew I know you're going to groan and I know uh, you're going to groan but the fact is that that is how people like me actually start talking to someone when it has to happen forced to speed date yeah good point and so speed so collaborate sometimes where it's not so forced as in like uh you know everyone's sitting at these Tables for two, and then you get every five minutes there's a whistle, and you got to swap. Yeah, whatever happens to speed dating, I'm sure Chris has been to one. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that I've been to some conferences where you're expected to sit down at around tables for lunch, and so it's pretty hard for anybody really to have enough friends or cronies hanging around them uh-huh. that they're going to fill up every single table at lunch. Yeah. So if I wanted to speak to famous person X. I just go on their lunch table and say, is this seat taken? Mm. And it's hard for them to say no. And then I can strike up a conversation it with them. your way into their life. Or or the same thing is that at, at places like this, in no with no intention, I end up sitting next to a person and I just start talking to them and I realize they're from a good university and they have... Uh, you know, all of these different degrees and other things, different degrees, <laughs> accolades. Yeah. Uh, and so that was one way where I've sparked up conversation, but I mean, nothing has ever come out of, of these types of um, by chance meetings with mm. people. Yeah. Has, yeah. Has anything ever happened? I don't think I've ever had a positive outcome collaboration-wise, from someone I met at a conference. Mm, that's interesting. So conferences aren't satisfying the only thing you think they're there to, to do. <laughs> no. Well, well uh, hold on. I met John Sader, Professor John Sader yeah. at a conference. Oh, yes, we, we all know you love John AFM Sader. conference in uh, Las Vegas, and that began a rather rather fruitful collaboration. Yeah. For you, John's <laughs> like, he calls me up all the time. He's like, can you tell him to leave me alone? <laughs> I no. heard a conference tip. 
the other week when oh, yeah. I was at my photo shoot when we weren't talking, <laughs> when we weren't doing um, fake talking. Fake talking. I'm talking. I'm talking too. So at a conference, at when you first meet someone, is you just get to know them as a person. So you just talk to them and you get them to know the real you. You don't need to talk about, hey, we should do this together or anything like this. You just mm. talk and have fun to each other. Maybe just have fun to each other. <laughs> that, that, this is that, like that's dating. getting cut. That's getting cut. This is, this is like dating. <laughs> yeah. Like don't is force it? yourself on anyone. Yeah. Get to know the person before you decide whether or not you want to have kids with them. Uh, is that a dating thing, is it? I don't know. It's why Collaboration I is a little bit like a relationship. Yeah. That's interesting. So what else? And so then the the suggestion was like, as the week goes on, if if you're if they find that they like talking with you, then they'll find a reason to collaborate with you, mm. instead of trying to put pinhole yourself into their life because you want to collaborate. Hang on, but then you're forcing them to do it the other way around. They're yeah. trying to pinhole themselves. But and- if if everyone's doing that, everyone's just being cool and being like. They'll come to me. Yeah. They'll come to me. <laughs> and that's never worked for you though, has it, Smoopy? Well, it, it's not my advice. It's worked for this person mm-hmm. quite a few times, apparently. All right, next conference you go to, I want you to be super nice to it. Oh, that's where you're going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> How do I pretend to like someone? <laughs> you need to practice. Uh, all right, conference tip. Um, make sure you get to the beer sessions early. Yeah, because they drink out quick, don't they? Yeah, this one was really good, though, I have to say. My conference tip is don't be scared to speak to people because everyone else is also really scared. Hmm. Our next section is testing pregnancy superpowers. Oh, is that a bump? It is a bump. (laughs) Congratulations. We are joined by Lauren. Hello. Who is prego. Yes. Prega. Yep. Up the duff. Yep. <laughs> what other what things? Else is there? Yeah, what else is there? Bun in the oven. Bun in the oven. <laughs> um, and this is following on from last time where we're testing the superpowers of pregnancy. Lauren, give yes. us an update. Um, now I am, what am I? 19 weeks along. Um, feel it a little bit. Yeah. I do have an actual bump happening. Yeah. I walked up when I, because we, we were saying before we haven't recorded for like five weeks mm-hmm. and I walked in and it was a proper bump. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, nothing is happening. Really, nothing. No? All right. Lauren, so we're gonna, now going to test some of your superpowers. Mm-hmm. So um, one, of the, one of your tests is going to be precognition, seeing into the future. Ooh. Right, and one of the things we had you do was to predict my weight. How did she go? Uh, I can't remember what she predicted. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a look. Anyway, have a look. I can tell you this much: it was a lot less than 105.1, which yeah. is what I currently said. So I think it was like 102, 103. It was something like that. You you were working on on yeah. what the what the general trend had been, uh, and you're being nice, or <laughs> I simply let you down. Is the other I think possibility? That's yeah, the, maybe the that one. So response. it may not necessarily be a test of precognition. It is my failure. Now, the next one is memory tests. Three sets of words. Each set of words has seven words, and I just oh. want you to repeat them back to me. They have different words to last time. Really? I'll repeat them a couple <laughs> of times. Ready? <clears throat> Thin, weedy, neck. Calves, Baldy, Cameron. 
switched it around. I'll have a shot. Go. Cameron. Yes. Calves. Yes. Baldy. Yes. Weedy. Yes. Weak. Yes. Um. Neck. Oi. Yes. And <laughs> uh, now. That's right. The first one was thin. But I think that's an improvement from last time. Well done. Yeah, Six out of seven. Good work. <laughs> that's what I remember trying to remember to actually pay attention no, no. <laughs> when, you're, <laughs> when you're saying the words. So uh, this is the second set. Mm-hmm. Why is he so often surly, Andy? <laughs> oh. Why is he so often surly, Andy? Jesus. Oh, it happened. <laughs> that's impressive. Yes. Every single one, absolutely correct. <laughs> you are getting significantly better. That is unbelievable. Now, third set. This is, this is a bit more, bit more difficult. This okay. One. This has a bit of a weight training theme to it. This one, ready? Deadlift, bench, squat, cantilevers, T-bone, Falcon, Gibson. <laughs> okay, Gibson. Yes. Falcon. Yes. T-bone. Yes. Bench, yes. deadlift, yes. squat, cantilevers. Yeah. Is that all of them? That's it. Oh, well cool. done. Yeah. You've only got one you missed. That is significant yes. improvement from last time. How are we gonna, we're going to have to go eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, next time go. I'm going up to nine words. Yeah, it's going to be my stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, well done. Now, um, what would you like to predict my weight to be the next time, Lauren? Are we waiting another month? What's... Uh, probably. We probably have to do a couple in a row. Yeah, yeah. It have to be, be next soon. week or two weeks. It'll be next week or the week after. So, okay. Factor in, um, you know. You Hang know, on, we're talking precognition, oh, not oh, yeah, rationalizing. <laughs> yeah, use your suit. I feel use like your feel it. Right, it's going to be 104.5. Oh, brilliant. Okay, I'm right. <laughs> he's like he's already got the weight. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Thank you. That's I've, great. I, yes, now so I feel like I've achieved like that, that weight already. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren. Well done. I appreciate that. Uh, and that is that is Gibson's uh, superpower test done. Well done, Lauren. You, you did amazingly well. well. All right. Uh, mine was really fun for both of us mm-hmm. because we get to eat four squares of chocolate mm-hmm. under the presumption or the, the hypothesis that pregnant women get so hungry that they eat very fast. <laughs> oh, the superpower right. of eating. So I remember last time you actually, you know. you It was hard work. Yeah, it was hard work, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, so there's three squares and you're going to have to snap off one because there was okay. a four square limit because uh, I bought a smaller block this week. Did your fingers touch that chocolate, Andy? Uh, probably. Give it a wash, Lauren, before you put that in your gob. All right. Does anyone else want to join in? I'm sure Andy washes his hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so four squares. Three, one, go. <laughs> it's not really fair, like, because he's, okay, he's got uh, They're both chewing on their first square still. No, Andy put um, two squares in from the get-go. Lauren's only put one in, but she's already onto her second square. <laughs> Andy, meanwhile, put th- square number three in. Lauren oh, is scratching up her face, struggling through this. the second square. And he can even talk. Oh, he's just playing with Lauren here, <laughs> slowly eating his chocolate. Lauren's still got an entire square in her hand. Three squares in Lauren's mouth, four squares in Andy's mouth. He's chewing. Done. It's gone. Andy finished. Keep going, seconds. Lauren. Keep going. Lauren keeps working hard to finish off her final square of chocolate. She's getting there. She's nearly finished. Licking the, licking the gums. <laughs> 
Hang on. <laughs> I have been... Logically, have been, that has to be the answer. My ankles have been swollen. <laughs> Cameron? Oh, oh, smelling again. Of course. We're repeating the smell test. <clears throat> I think the smell test is Andy edited us down to a very consumable minute or two in the last episode. Uh, Chris was the, the best smell last huh. week. So we now know that old people smells are better. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see how that goes this time. Hey, well, Could it, it be the size of his nose? <laughs> oh, <laughs> burn! And actually, do you know that when you, the, the older you get, your nose keeps growing? Pregnant women nose are also a sick burner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that was a superpower. <laughs> and Lauren doesn't know that I made a nose joke five minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking, you know, this That's is, a precognition. Yeah, there you go, clairvoyance. Um, this is like, my high school days coming back to me. <laughs> Scorn. Right. So we're passing this, these around. Tell me um, if you can smell something. Get it right up that nostril. <laughs> More smelling. No, <laughs> really trying. God, that really went up your nose then, didn't I'm it? I'm really going for it. I saw Lauren's technique and I was like, I've got to jam that thing up my Hang nose. I'm, pl- I'm so pleased I trimmed my nose hair today. Me too. <laughs> Me and Lauren are really happy about it as well. <laughs> Two. Two. Two again for me. Yeah. Two again. Your humongous schnoz is leading the way again. Mm, thank um, you. Thank you. Massive nose. Andy, your pointy <laughs> schnoz uh, is, has, uh, has, uh, point, has pointed has, the right <laughs> direction. <laughs> pointed you in the right direction. Yeah. Whereas Lauren, your dainty little nose... Even with pregnancy superpowers, isn't helping your smell. Yet, but, but, but yet. is there an, has there been an improvement for Lauren? Lauren was the best <laughs> smeller last time. I thought no, no it was Chris. Oh, okay. So Lauren was one level higher, and yeah. Andy was two levels higher. Yeah. So once again, Andy's pregnant. <laughs> it explains why I'm so emotional recently. <laughs> I didn't, and you do have cankles, by the way. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Uh, well, Lauren. Thank you so much. No Thank worries. you again, Lauren. Thank we'll you. We'll be so wrapping much. this up. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being our experiment. My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide based band Voice Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, like our Ladies Facebook page, join in the forum, and leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast because that helps a lot. It's all about rankings. Cameron, responsibility. You were just listening to Published Perishable Podcast, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, Slido. Make your conference questions better with Slido. Hey, that's excellent. They probably actually give us money as well. That's a good ad. That's a good ad. That's a really good ad, yeah. Final farewells. Goodbye from Gibbo. Good results, everybody. Goodbye.